0: Good
1: baby. Oh, Good afternoon. It's Sunday. This is the See Where It Goes podcast coming to you live from Cedar Rapids, Iowa Airport, and we're not talking too loud. Um, we were here for my nephew's wedding, and we got here Friday, and it was a ton of fun. And I saw my siblings, and the kids hadn't seen my sisters in a long time, and um, so it was a great, great reunion a lot of fun, and uh, my flight leaves from the terminal here, or from the gate, in a few minutes, so we thought we'd check in, a few minutes, like 30 minutes, so we thought we would do a check-in. Oh, you take off in I do, oh yeah. That's cool.
0: So yeah, and my flight, me and the kids, our flight doesn't, hold it. our flight doesn't take off until 4.15 p.m., um, and you then, sure yeah, I just got an update. It takes off at 4.15 we, we board at 4.15. And then we lay over in Chicago. So we won't get in until late this evening. But anyway, yes, we went to a lovely, lovely wedding. And Brian and I are sitting here. We just got a hot chocolate here at the airport. And we haven't podcasted this weekend, so we thought we would, um, we would go ahead and put something out there for you guys. And uh, one thing number one this the wedding ceremony was lovely and there was a lovely priest uh from vietnam and he was very funny and he made really great jokes and um he just really had great stage presence if you will but anyway he had three points that he shared with the bride and groom and uh they were thankful to be thankful thankfulness and choices and sim, uh, living a simple life. And I thought those were, I mean, you could say a million things about marriage, right? But those are those are some really good things. And then of course he, um, he expanded on all three of those to explain what he meant. So anyway, Brian, do you want to tell, why don't we just talk about those? Talk about those three points in marriage and what that means. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. Brian and I have been married 22 years, as you guys probably know if you've listened to the podcast. So, uh, but anyway, I'm going to hand it over to Brian, and he can share his thoughts on thankfulness, and then I'll share mine. Oh, yeah.
1: So, TCS. It's funny, because he he wasn't, like, preaching from the Bible. Uh, He was just talking. They had already read the scripture. So, um, you know, coming from someone who was... With that preaching background we were would have been drilled into it so you've got it's got to be preaching from the word there but he he didn't he, he did and he didn't right so anyway he he said tcs and it was funny because he tried to make it stick by saying do you remember how his technique for trying to
0: something they love travel they well travel that starts with a
1: T?" yeah like he really tried to grind it in to remember and he also anyway i get back to so the, 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 the end
0: travel was the one for, was it? for thankfulness Yeah.
1: Okay, so so thankfulness, choices, and simplicity. So, thankfulness. Um, I think, yeah, you were saying be thankful for your spouse on a regular basis. Did he say how to do that?
0: Well, he was basically just saying, you know, to always be thankful. Because when when you forget to be thankful, then probably you begin to take someone for granted. Although, I don't remember him saying that exactly. But to always be thankful for your spouse and um, I'm very thankful for my, my spouse. That's a weird word, spouse. I don't know where it comes from. I prefer husband or partner. I like husband. That's a really good word. So anyway, and then he used these tips. uh, So for the letter T, he was trying to help them remember and Molly and uh, Jimmy, the bride and groom, they love to travel. So he said, now every time you're traveling, think of T because travel starts with T and then be thankful. Remember to always be thankful for your spouse. So anyway, Brian, I'm very thankful for you today. And I love, that's one cool thing I love about going to weddings, yeah. is like remembering all of these really good things that we're supposed to remember in our marriage. And, um, and just having those reminders and how powerful it is, like to be sitting in the same room with, you know, their, the groom's mom and dad, have been married for what? 86. Since 1986. And then one of your sisters and her husband, they've been married for how long?
1: Uh, since 90. So what is that? 90? Thir- 31 years? What do we mean? 31 years? It'll yeah, be 31. 31 years. Is that right? No, it'll be, yeah. Okay. So 31 years. thankfulness? thankfulness. Second one. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's good. I think you should make a list every morning. You could, you could journal on thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Callum's looking for something looking for my debit card to buy something at the airport. Second one was choices. He said, you know, just be, what did he say? I didn't hear that as much. Be simple, be mindful of the choices
0: that you yeah, the make. The choices you make and how they affect your marriage. Sorry. But you so basically, he was talking about choices. Like in your marriage, you always have all these choices to make. And he didn't expand on this too much, but basically, you have, number one, you have the choice to be thankful or not. You have a choice to respond in kindness or not you have a choice to be faithful or not you have a choice to be supportive or not you have a choice to listen you have a choice to not listen um you have a choice to have a bad attitude so basically we make so many choices um you make a choice whether you're gonna be intimate with your spouse or not You know, I mean, the list could go on and on, but then he said, he said, you know, that the bride and groom, they really love Chinese food. So he said, every time you're eating Chinese food or you're eating any kind of food you love, remember C for choices. And, um, you know, that is powerful to think about choices because every time you decide to make a right choice in your marriage, that's just going to benefit you. That's going to benefit you. And if you decide to make the wrong choice in your marriage, then that's probably going to cause you and your partner some type of pain, inconvenience. Maybe they'll get upset. Who knows? But anyway, those are my ideas on choices. I thought that was a very uh, wise admonition that he gave them. What do you think?
1: I liked it because I, I made a bad choice. Well, I, I had the. Um, drying my beard with the blow dryer and you were talking to me and part of me was irritable because it's like she can see I'm drying my beard mm-hmm. and I don't feel like turning it off so she can just wait but there was a certain, certain amount of urgency on your um, I mean. uh, on your request you know mm-hmm. what I
0: mean I did a different drink I get my million.
1: so there was a certain like you know you, need, you were trying to wrap up the garment bag so and it wasn't a big deal but I was found myself getting like Whoa. Mm-hmm. why is she talking to me when she sees me with the dryer yeah. so I made a choice to be a butthead what else did I want to say about choices? You know what's funny? He's. Um, that doesn't matter. Never mind. Okay. okay.
0: So that's one example. Now, I had a choice this weekend. I won't go into details, but use your imaginations. <laughs> <On> something <laughs> I made a choice to do. It's not that I didn't want to do it, but um, I decided to do it anyway, and it was really nice. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so we can make all kinds of choices. And, um, you know, we don't always have to make choices that make us happy. And sometimes we can make choices that maybe we don't want to do, but they they have their benefits as well.
1: So, you know, speaking of which, one of the choices was we went to breakfast yesterday before everyone, before everyone was in town. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was before most people were in town. <coughs> and um, we really liked it. It was down the street. We wanted to go back today and we were anxious about the hotel food, but we made a choice to eat in the hotel because the likelihood of meeting family there was higher. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and we ended up sitting with family. Mm-hmm. The food was okay. Actually, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was a no-brainer, though. Let's, let's pick the hotel. Let's pick the hotel because the family's there and not go down the street and miss out on that. So I like that we, I, I just, I feel a lot of our choices were good this weekend with regard mm-hmm. to spending time with people because it's such a short window. Yeah. Like I we, I stayed up late last night till one in the morning with Finn and Callum and cause you know, John and Jim, my brothers were going to be there and Colleen and um, even though I was tired, it's like last time that happened at my other niece's wedding, Laura, we, I went to bed early and then heard about all the fun we missed and mm-hmm. regretted it. So I think there's a choice to do something that you may not want to do. Yeah. You don't want to, come here, Finny. Something you don't want to do. What were you you gonna cry? What? What were you gonna cry?
0: Because I miss them, I don't get to see them a lot. Mm -hmm. And they're fun. My family? Yeah. Yeah. They are fun. So, I'm sorry, I feel like I'd be closer to Sarah. She'd be one of my closest cousins if I got to like know her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well you'd have time. Yeah, because she's super cool. So basically this choices thing you can apply to everything in your life. To your relationship with your family, with your friends, with your work. You can think about every single choice you make and how it's going to impact your life and the lives of others um, by making good choices. So yeah, so that's about choices. And thankfulness too. You can use thankfulness and... That was Brian dropping my phone. Um, You have the choice to be thankful and choose thankfulness over uh, discontent. Is that a word, discontent? I think it is, yeah. I think it's, okay, Brian says he thinks it is. Okay, so the last one was my favorite because this is something that I've been striving for in my life for, you know, many years. And sometimes it's hard to keep this mentality, but is simplicity, to live a simple life. And so the priest was sharing how he was recently doing some traveling, and he was in the homes. Oh, we have a guest speaker here. It's the intercom airport man. <laughs> anyway... Um, So we're just gonna let him talk here for a second before I continue on. He may not
1: be as loud. He may not be as loud to them. That's true.
0: Okay, so he's finished now. Okay, so anyway, he said he was in these uh, wealthy people's homes. And he said some of these people, they had like, you know, four and five homes in California, in Houston, you know, different places in the world. But he said in some of these homes, he said you would walk in and even though they were rich monetarily, they were not rich in spirit and they were not rich relationally. And he said he could just pick that up by being around them and knowing their stories and everything. And so he shared with the bride and groom not to be concerned with getting Things, you know, like the bigger house and, you know, multiple cars and, you know, just like, gosh, in our country, we just try so hard, you know, to get more and more and more and more. And at the end of the day, like that could be great, but it could also be very stressful too, because he was saying how the, the rich, true richness and the rich life is just um, living simply. You know, have a simple home. Have what you need. You don't need to go overboard. He was saying how when you have excess. say so like, if you're going on vacations all the time, like, it might get harder and harder to be impressed or harder and harder to have fun, you know? And maybe not. But, you know, it does kind of make sense, you know? Um, so, anyway, I really like that because I really want to... I my, mean, my life's pretty pared down. I can see the temptation to really go overboard and get more and more and more. But I think if we can keep that mindset of simplicity, I think that's really where true richness exists. So I'm going to pass it over to, to Brian, and he can share his thoughts.
1: I thought, you know what I thought was interesting? Well, did we, hang on. Did we stop recording? Oh. Well, when he was saying about um, simplicity... I was thinking about, like you were saying, they have many, many houses, and, and I think, where well, I guess, from where my mind was going to was the whole story of the rich man. Mm-hmm. It's easier for the camel to get through the eye of a needle, and I, I guess part of me struggles with that because there's probably people who are very rich, but they have found simplicity somehow.
0: That's true. It doesn't mean you can't.
1: You know, I think the temptation. Have a that, simple mindset, maybe. Like, I don't think the more money you have, the more stuff you have. The, there, there is more of a distraction. Man, that's so loud um <laughs> i can see where you no i was thinking how it's probably the more stuff you have the more money you have it's more it's probably harder to realize that it's not it's about being present to people it's about being making experiences relationships you know, that's what that wedding really reminded us of It's not just like it was there was a rehearsal dinner there was meeting a new family you know as Molly gets brought into the Ralph family and as Jim goes into the Kimbrough family um, it's a joining of two families, and um, and and you know how it's historically done. The two families celebrate and eat together and get to know each other. Mm-hmm. It's powerful stuff, you know. And then you, you reconnect with your own family. And what's my point there? Oh, look and that's that's it's simple and it's free mm-hmm. to make those connections. And yeah. I think it's sad if we end our lives surrounding ourselves with stuff, mm-hmm. and then we've lost the chance to connect with people. and you know, so that's what I thought about. Yeah. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. So that was it. S. Now what what else do we want to a few other things I want to share about.
0: Oh, what was the thing? Oh s what was S? I forgot Sim- what was it? Simplicity. Simplicity, but what was the thing he wanted them to remember with uh, the letter S. I forgot. Oh okay, so we totally forgot. We remembered most everything, but anyway, it was a lovely ceremony and I love seeing Oh, so, you know, at a wedding when they do the dancing and they call out all the married couples and yeah. then, you know, they say, okay, if you've been, if you've been married less than 12 hours, get off the floor. <laughs> and then Less than five years, 10 years, and they go all the way up, you know, of course, Brian and I had to get off the floor after less than 25 years, but then, you know, there's couples on the floor in their 30s. Uh, 45 years, but the couple that won last night was married was 65, 65 years, years. and they looked so cute, and who knows, I mean, hopefully they have a good marriage, who knows, I don't know, but, um, but yeah, they were adorable, and, you know, as we all know, you guys, I know there's some married couples who listen to this podcast, marriage is not the easiest thing in the world, and, um, It all comes down to each individual choosing every single day how they are going to be in that relationship. We can either add to our relationship or we can take away from our relationship. And that's on us. And we can't be responsible for what our partner does. We can only be responsible for what we do. And um, so anyway, I felt very encouraged and... I liked remembering things, and I'm very grateful for my man. And, um, okay, Brian, what else would you like to talk about?
1: Well, you know, one thing I felt very... I I felt very proud of our name, of our family name, because jimmy and molly had it flashed on screen ralph ralph family ready and it was in big letters mm-hmm. and it was kind of hung there with pride you know and i realized you know because my name my name in the states is where are you going
0: I'm gonna
1: throw this away, just stay right oh there. anyway so the name here means vomit right so <laughs> but when it's in, in a wedding and it's being you know happily ever ralfter and it was put up there as a in a form of in a, in a way of and it was just cool because it's like that's yeah. that's my nephew Jimmy's last name, mm-hmm. and it continues on, mm-hmm. and it really uh, it's almost like a fresh shoot off of a branch that will have its own life, yeah, and and gets to create its own reality and culture and mm-hmm. and I think that's lovely. And uh, here, right here in Iowa, it'll be there will be a Ralph, mm-hmm. uh, please God, um, family that spawns up here, and I think that's lovely thought, isn't <laughs> it? And, and the other thing I wanted talk about is Cedar Rapids. So we, we uh, it's a small town in the Midwest, the Quaker Oats, factories across the street, and General okay, Mills is nearby from the hotel. And it's a very charming town. It's just, it's just, oh, Iowa it is beautiful. It's really the quintessential American town with the cornfields. And um, by the way, there right now, the f- there's not much here. Yeah, it was it's very rainy. It was very cold when we got here for us, which I kind of thought very refreshing. There was a guy who got, there was a funny thing last night. There was a guy who... I'm walking back to the hotel. I said, are you at the wedding? He goes, yeah. I said, I'm Jimmy's uncle. <laughs> and he doesn't respond. He was coming from a different wedding. Oh, we're dear. from Barry and Amanda's wedding. So I said, oh, okay, So we're just talking in the elevator. And I said, where are you guys in, where are you guys in from? And he said, uh, Dubuque County. I said, oh, do you know... Uh, do you know Piosta? Mm-hmm. And he goes, what? I'm from there. It's a small, small town outside of mm-hmm. Dubuque. I only know it because there's an Irish monastery there uh, that was I'd star- gone there 15, 20, 25 times in my life. My f- one of my favourite places to go. and it, just, it was commissioned by the Diocese of Dublin. You, you look like you're getting bored. Or should I just wrap this up? Okay, okay. Just, you're looking around though. Um, anyway, it was commissioned by the Diocese of Dublin in 1848. The worst of the famine years. And somehow they passed the hat around and raised money to start this monastery based off of a French monastery called Millaray Abbey and they called it New Millaray Abbey and they sailed down the whatever the Mississippians started this monastery 15 guys and it's been going since so to me it's a very special place because it's you know the Dublin diocese started it and uh anyway so he's getting out of the elevator I said I said uh you know uh know piosta he goes i'm from there how do you know piosta and i said new Mallory abbey and he goes no way he's probably been there a few times mm-hmm. and he was telling me his irish last name and then i was telling him the history you know mm-hmm. and the white he was hammered too by the way he could barely walk and uh his wife was saying you just made his night but i was just thinking about that like how just talking to strangers you can make the most mm-hmm. bizarre connections with people yeah. just to, hearing about them so that was really fun anyway i completely got off the subject it is a lovely town and um you know, now in fairness, there's, there's, you can't get a decent coffee, cup of coffee here, though. There's no Starbucks, and the Uber's the Uber driving is hard to, to get work with them. And what else? There's no just, you can't get a decent beer in town. I don't know if no, I could live here because of those beer, three things. Beer, huh? There,
0: I think there were some good beers at that Metro Station Cafe we went to. That was a cute place. Uh, oh yeah, there was. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. We should have gone back there. That was called uh, That's our sponsor for this afternoon. It's called a uh, Midtown. Actually, I don't know what Midtown it's called. Station.
0: Midtown. Midtown Station.
1: Yeah, they're sponsoring a show today. They don't know that. They don't know. They're not. And then uh, so that was it. A um, lot of great dancing last night. There was a dance off between my brother Jimmy. When we were growing up in Lansdowne Dance Hall uh, in Dublin, he would be dancing. Like he was a l- he would dance, and now his son has that same the same move. So they actually did a dance off to Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That was a blast. Anyway, great to see all the family, have the kids connect, and and, um, that's, I think that's all I have to say for now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys, I think we're going to say goodbye for now, so sorry for the short podcast, and um, that is your marriage minute, if you're, you know, if you have a significant other or whatever. Those are good things just to remember in your life. Anyway whether you're single or married or in a relationship or whatever you want to call it. So, Brian, mm-hmm. let's say goodbye. Adios. Until next time. Bye.
1: Oh, tune in next week. We're going to have a counselor on um, who deals very fascinating story. Her name is Tammy. She's a friend of ours. She was raised in a very strict... Uh, would I say, evangelical fundamentalist background, I think, and uh, which she's no longer part of, but she will talk about her story. She is now a, a counselor, and I think she do- deals with religious trauma, so we're excited to get her on the phone. Fo- it's the first time we'll interview someone, so we're going to try that. We'll plug Skype in or Zoom in, and uh, yes, tune in. That's next Saturday. We'll release that. All right, well, thanks for listening. See you now. Bye.